Good morning, it's December 6th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. We've all gotten used to politicians skirting the truth on issues, particularly when they're unflattering to them. We've all heard politicians make promises and statements that we realize are not true, but we want to believe them so we can support them as they run for office. But eventually, we have to take stock of things they have said and done and ask ourselves, is deception and outright lies acceptable for someone who we elect to lead our great nation? For the past two years, the story of President Biden's son Hunter have dogged his presidency. He brushed him off as fabrications, and with the help of friends of the media, he's been able to keep the allegations at bay. But how many in the media are now starting to second-guess themselves and wonder if they allowed their own personal politics or their personal hatred of Donald Trump to color their responsibility to report the news in a truthful manner? As a moderately conservative Republican, I've long realized the media in this country has a strong bias towards liberalism and Democrats. I think that's the nature of journalism school, to produce reporters that will tilt to the left and question anything that, is, that does not comply with their own orthodoxy. But I also think there comes a time when the public should demand better of the media and ask tough questions of them. Ask them if they're skewing the news. Ask them if they allow their personal political views to color how they report things. Now, before I get to the meat of my subject today, I want to make it clear that Donald Trump is not known for his veracity on issues. He has fabricated as many stories as the Grimm brothers, but the difference that the media calls him out on it as they should. To fully understand what was happening with the Hunter Biden laptop story, we have to go back to 2020. Already Biden's son was under fire for having a lucrative position with a Ukrainian energy company, one that paid him an estimated $50,000 a month just to sit on their board. Hunter Biden had no experience in the energy sector and certainly was not fluent in any foreign language. So any reasonable person, being honest with themselves, had to admit the only reason he would have had this position was his relationship with his father, who was then the vice president of the United States. But then all hell broke loose. The New York Post broke a story about a laptop that ostensibly belonged to Hunter Biden, and it was being left at a small computer repair shop in Delaware to get fixed. Now this laptop contained, among other things, salacious photos of Hunter Biden and more interesting, a trove of emails suggesting that his father, Joe Biden, had been allowing him to use his name for financial gain and that the big guy, as cited in emails, might actually be getting a cut of those deals being consummated in China. So let's go back to October 22nd, 2020, just two weeks before the November election and the expectation that Trump would bring this up in the presidential debate that night in Tennessee. Already, Joe Biden had denied any of what was in the emails and said it was obviously disinformation and suggested the Russians were behind it. But he needed the media to back him up and they were up to the task. In the moments before the debate, the network's White House correspondent for NBC, Haley Jackson, said, quote, watch for President Trump to go after former Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and unverified emails about his business dealings, a story that many intelligence experts say has all the earmarks for a foreign interference campaign, end quote. Now, this was followed up by NBC's Chuck Todd calling into question any value of Trump bringing up the laptop story. Quote, he has to have a good debate performance tonight. I don't know if he can. If he's obsessed with Hunter Biden, I don't know that you can have a good debate performance if he does that, end quote. But we all know Trump did bring up the laptop story. From the transcript of the debate, this is how Biden responded. Quote, look, there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this is, he's accusing me, is of a, a Russian plan. They've said this has all the characteristics. Four or five former heads of the CIA, both parties say that 
What he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except him and his good friend Rudy Giuliani, end quote. In that debate, the moderator, Kristen Welker, also of NBC, did ask the question to Biden about the work his son was doing in Ukraine and China while he was vice president. She asked him if, in retrospect, was anything in those relationships inappropriate or unethical. Here's where Biden flat out lied to the American people. Quote, nothing was unethical, claimed Mr. Biden. He then proceeded to claim that only Donald Trump made money in China, saying, quote, my son has not made money in terms of this thing about what you're talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy who made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China, end quote. It was not true then when he said it, and it's not true today. Yet the media refused to call him on it and stuck to their version of the laptop being a hoax and Russian disinformation. They kept citing the intelligence experts who told them it was fake. Do you ever wonder why the media mavens who bought this hard line have not called these intelligence experts on the line and questioned them about how wrong they were and why they made their claims without any real investigation? And if you're still wondering if the Biden family did in fact make money in Chinese dealings, I would refer to you a report by Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson, who published business and financial records showing millions of dollars flowing from Chinese companies and affiliates to Biden-related entities. But back in that debate, he said his son did not make any money from China business dealings, something he knew then was false. Should we expect more from the media in exposing what are absolute lies from the president? I think we should. And we should hold them accountable for not challenging blatantly false statements, and not just those by Republicans, which they pounce on, but those made by Democrats as well. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.